All right, I respectfully disagree. Podcast, another good episode in the making. Um, been busy this week, man. We just did one Sunday. Just posted it yesterday. Uh, me and Charles did the Kanye West thing, and uh, appreciate those that have already listened to it and and reached out and and gave us some some compliments on that. Y'all go check that out. I believe that was episode ninety four. So this would be ninety five. Climbing on up that ladder. Uh, I'm gonna put the disclaimer out now. This is a very sensitive subject. It's a very important conversation. By any means, are we being disrespectful? Coming at anybody sideways. Um, I feel like this episode is an opportunity for all of us to educate each other. I feel like everybody has to be able to express his or her thoughts without feeling pushed into a corner for how you how you think. And with that being said, today's topic is going to be on the viral post that's been going around about William Thomas now Leah Thomas. Yeah, Leah. Leah. Um, a swimmer from the University of Pennsylvania. So, actually, this topic, Eric, he reached out and asked, was we going to jump on the mic? And uh, got Coach Keith in here with us today. What's going on, guys? What's going on? What's up? What's up? So, the topic itself, I have it written here. Because, like I said, it's been a lot of back and forth on the internet. Everybody giving their, you know, difference of opinion. Is it fair? Is it foul? Um, But what stood out, and I'm not going to call out any names or whatever, I saw a post and they were pretty much alluding to people being transphobic. So my question in the topic today, and I have it written here, is it transphobic to voice concerns with the issues around sports when it relates to transgenders? That's what we talking about today. So like I said, I'm going to quit rambling, but like I said, we're here to have an open conversation. No disrespect. We're not coming sideways. And E, you, you came to me with the topic, man. The floor is yours. Well, yeah, with the, I, I, it rubs me the wrong way. And it's like you said, we're not going to discuss names. You know, the post that I've seen on Facebook, <clears throat> ain't nobody calling nobody out. And I try to keep my responses as clean as possible. And, you know, I, I said, how I felt about the whole situation. I like I said, I don't think it's fair. Um that uh uh a male can uh call himself uh a transgender just to hop to another uh gender sport and basically take over. Um I seen, you know, his st- statistics when it comes to that same sport that you know, dude was like 163 in the country. 
and now that he's a, a woman, he's number one in that sport. Um, it's unfair to the women. You know, these these uh, young ladies train all their life, you know what I'm saying, to be great at, you know, a dream that they had. And now that you, you know, you got a guy or guys, you know, that transform themselves and basically take over sport, it's not fair to the women. At all. Right. I, I definitely agree there. And I actually learned some because I, I actually did some research, man. I, I sat down and I started looking over it. And it actually dates all the way back to 2010. That's yeah. something that I didn't know. And they was like, thus far, it's been over 31 athletes on the collegiate level that's been, you know, classified as transgender and, and transferred from either male to female or vice versa. And at that point, my wheels got to turning because I'm like, is this particular story making news because she won or like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, are people only caring about it because now that particular story is in the spotlight because it, it's not new. Right. So before we dive into to that even further, Mr. Keith, give go ahead and give your thoughts. I mean, the. I have a few problems, but the one thing that's so blatant about it is that he went, that they went from the middle of the pack to number one. It's like, if that's not screaming unfair advantage, the way it is, I mean, you know, if, you know, they, I'm going to try to use they as much as I can, if I say he or she, I apologize. But, you know, if they went from being the middle of the pack to the middle of the pack, okay, fine. If they went to the middle, you know, from the middle of the pack to, you know, in contention, but to go from literally 164, y'all said, to number one, like I have three daughters. And so, like you said, my daughter done trained her whole, whole, whole life for this event, you know, then sacrificed, did everything that, that she needed to do to finally get to the moment to prove her worth. <clears throat> and then you have somebody who decides, well, since, you know, I'm going to cross over and I'm going to cross over and then go in there and dominate. That's crushing her dreams. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, make it fire. You know, for me, you know, okay, if this is the day we're going to be in, if this has going to be from her on out, there needs to be three categories. There needs to be a men's division, a women's division, and a transgender division. You know, if that's what y'all want to do, fine. Y'all have your own lane. Y'all have your own, you know, special category. That way there's no confusion because right. as a ball, because just, just, you know, just off of physics, a man – just period is stronger than a woman. I mean, you know, just you know, that's that's just you no, know, that's been that way since forever. You know, of course, there's always exceptions to the rule, but for the most part, if you have a man and a woman of the set of the same size, same stature, you know, the man's just gonna be stronger. So for him to for for them to go and just dominate like that, that's that's a blaring example of hey, something's not right here. So we need to you know we need to fix this. And I think the easiest way to fix it is just add a new lane. You know, you got your men, you got your women, you got your transgender. There's no issue. Once you once you identify as transgender, that's your lane. You know, you you're still competing. You're, you're still competing with the best of the best in that particular you know, I don't want to say category, but you're in in your particular group. And you know, that's it. If you know. I don't see a problem with that. Right. No, now now with that, I I definitely agree. Like there has to be some some form of, of middle ground because even with my research and I guess some of the, the main articles, it didn't go into detail, but 
I read today where, and I want to make sure I'm politically correct when I refer to Leah Thomas. She's a girl. She's identifying as a girl now. But the thing is, she underwent hormone therapy and re- rejected to, you know, she still has male parts. Mm-hmm. So that alone is like, why are you getting in the pool? You know what I'm saying? Not to sound sexist or or any kind of discrimination or anything like that. There has to be some kind of rule where it's like, if you're going to go there, then go all the way there. Once yeah. you're all the way through that transformation, now you can start competing. But you can't be halfway through the process because even when you look at the picture of them standing at the podium, that right there screams disadvantage alone. When you start talking about shoulders, arm length, and you're talking about a sport, swimming, longer arms, that's your advantage right there. Yep. Yep. So even if you throw out male, female, just off a of size alone, that's a competitive advantage. So it's like, I don't understand how people can be offended by that when people are just voicing the obvious. Mm-hmm. I look at it from a parent standpoint as well as a competitor. Um, Cause I, I, like I said, I had this conversation with uh, a couple people on Facebook. Um, I don't know if y'all remember the one about the wrestler. Yeah, I have that I written actually, down. Yeah, I actually posted that. I don't know if it was a year ago or might be two years ago. And this is me coming as a parent. I understand it's a sport. You know what I'm saying? You, They, like you said, you know, I'm looking at like, I, you might have that title, but I, I still see you as a guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To what you said, if you got the part still, you're still technically a guy. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm I I look at it like like I said as a parent. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing my daughter out there wrestling basically a male. Mm-hmm. Like how do you take that as a parent? Right. That, that's my point. You, you you've trained, you know, especially when you talk about competitive sports like, you know, swimming, you know, there's one medal. It's, it's not like, you know, you got a basketball season, you know, where you can get wins or losses and things. I mean, you probably you can probably get wins or losses in these meets, but there's one medal. And so you've yeah. trained your whole life to get to or your whole, you know, college career to get to this one shot, this one medal, and then you get up there and then, like you said, there's somebody, you know, even even if I am 5'11", 6 foot, you know, I got this 6 foot 4 person with a 7 foot wingspan, like you said, in the water, you know, gaining ground mm-hmm. because you just, you're, you have a physical advantage. And that's, that's, that's not fair to me. Uh, and even though this is, like I remember when Serena first hit the scene, and they was like how she was too manish. Yeah. And they was and they was dogging her, you know. Well, she's too manish, and she's hitting like the guys, and they need to do this and they do that because she's not fair. But then you see a clear advantage, and nobody's saying nothing. And then when you do speak up, oh, you're transphobic. I'm not transphobic. I mean, but that's just straight with her genetics right. and training. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that that's all that is right there. Yeah. Genetics. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. You know. The, the whole race car, this is like with us. You know what I'm saying? We're just built different different mm-hmm. from everybody else on the planet. You know what I'm saying? That's just a known fact. Um, But, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, with that whole parenting thing, like I said, I'm, I'm trying not to joke and be serious, but like as a parent, like I, I just, 
I couldn't stomach that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I don't say because I got, I have three daughters, and it's yeah. like you know, I, I, I got five. You know what I'm saying? And I'm why uh, they, but like I said, still a guy. Hmm. I can't watch a guy slam my daughter, right? Because now you might hit the button on this. I, I got to get in daddy mode. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Of and I, like I said, I'm gonna always protect mine, especially my my girls. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'll right. be on the news. I'm like, he crazy. Man, he out there put dude in the fisherman suplex for no reason. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, the- perfectly executed. I'm snatching the metal back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I understand it's a competitive sport. I get all of it. But it's 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 not it's not fair to these girls. Right. Because, like, at the end of the day, I, I told Ron this. We might touch on this later on. I don't, you know, hopefully I ain't bring it up early. But it's like, there got to be something mentally I, I, I don't want to say a mental issue, but a mental problem. Is it that they can't handle the losing part? And honestly, like, like that—that's the 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 deeper conversation of it all. And that's why I wanted to make sure that I specifically put when it relates to sports, mm-hmm. because that as such a a deeper conversation. And it's mm-hmm. like in no shape, form, or fashion are we implying terms of you know discrimination or making people not feel welcome but you have to make sure there is a criteria when it comes to competing right yeah without having someone feel like they're not welcome or nobody's going to cheer for them because of who they feel they are inside or vice versa um i know this is kind of off topic but then again it's not I don't know if you all follow D Wade and Gabrielle on, yeah. on yeah, Instagram we, we or whatever. Do. Yeah. And just the other day, before any of this even came up, I saw a more recent, like a family photo or whatever. And his daughter, you know what I'm saying? She identifies as a girl. She's hit a growth spurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's taller than Gabrielle Union and things like that. So it's like, regardless of whether, you know, inside she feels like a girl genetically you mm-hmm. cannot deny the obvious mm-hmm. you were born a male mm-hmm. and that's why I'm, I'm saying it's like you know you you got to make sure you you skate that thin line of making sure you're politically correct without being offensive or anything like that and that's why i felt like when i saw the post trying to label it as transphobic i felt that was overboard like that's I mean, not fair that's just an easy way out it's like dude it's like I should be able to speak my opinion. We ain't called no names. I ain't degraded. I, ain't, I haven't degraded him anything. All I've said is that is an unfair advantage because I speak my opinion because because you really have no counter argument. You just throw the label out. Are oh, you transphobic? Well, why? How? Because I simply said that that's unfair. Because like I like I said, because if I go to an event. And I see, you know, and, and I see, you know, my daughter and there's this big, you know, mountain of a person is like dude that's not fair you know even if you know like i said back to the serena thing that's that's what they were all screaming you know serena was you know with big shoulders big arms he had these skinny petite girls and so yeah you know they were the best of the best but she's just smacking the ball 150 miles an hour and that's all they that's what they said they said it's not fair but they couldn't say anything because she is a woman she was born a woman is a woman and you no, know, see, there's there nothing they can say, but so that is that is label her as mannish. But then you actually have this man that's competing in a women's sport, and they're just like, oh, well, 
2022. Let's keep it moving. They even try to hit Serena <laughs> with a steroid issue, too. Yep. I remember right. that. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I'm saying? It's just evolution. That's all it is. Evolution and genetics. That's what it boils they down used, to. They used to seeing these athletes, how they how they was, was built in the 80s and the 90s. And then you got Serena. She did come in the 90s. I, what was it, the mid-90s? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the thing about it is, a Serena, like, she didn't come in and start winning. You know what I'm saying? It 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 it, it took, took gro- it took growth. Mm-hmm. You know All what right. I'm saying? And not to dance around your question because I guess I I never did really answer it when it pertains to the the mental aspect of it because I also learned that he actually competed for the university as a male. That's yeah. the part that kind of <laughs> makes me take off my cap because I'm like, okay, when you enrolled in this university you enrolled as a male swimmer. Mm-hmm. Now, going back to what you were saying, is this a situation where it's like, okay, I'm getting dominated in my sport. Now that this is a more acceptable idea, am I trying to do this to get a competitive advantage? Or is this a real situation where, Okay, I haven't been comfortable in my skin all this time up until this point. Right. And it's like without being able to sit down and have a face to face conversation, those are some of the questions that that we might not get an answer to. We just kind of sit here and speculate. But for me personally, that's what it looks like. I don't agree with it because it's like, okay, if that's the road you want to take, then you're disqualified. From being a swimmer. Right. Yeah. At this point, yeah. as a collegiate athlete. Now, once you go through the full process and do all of that, whatever events and things are, are post-college, mm-hmm. then you're more than welcome to enroll and participate. But it's, it's, it's no different than basketball and things like that now. It's like you only have X amount of years of eligibility. Yep. So – you come in as a male, you don't necessarily succeed at it. Now you cross over, and now you you on the podium number one. Like, yeah, I I don't know where I saw the post up, but it's basically said that's like Michael Jordan retiring from the NBA, deciding that he wants to get he he wants he wants to, he, he wants to win a couple more, going to the WNBA and dropping seventy a game. Man, that, that's exactly what that, that's exactly what happened. That's what that Boosie interview said. Vlad asked that question. It was like it's the same thing if Kevin Durant put a wig on right mm-hmm. now and it went to the WNBA. Everybody have a problem with it, right? And so that, that's that's basically you know, like you know I think it's the situation where only time will tell. You know, if in five six years or two three years, if 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 they go through it, go through the whole process and, you know, become a full woman, like you said, okay, you know, that this is, that's a part of the stage. But if you, but if you see in three years, they're back to being William again, then, you know, it was, all, it was all just a scam. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, and, and, and that's, it, that's like you said, that's a, that's a question that only they can answer because really at some point he, they sat down and, and thought about it. Mm-hmm. Dang, I can either keep on getting my head knocked off as a male, or I can go ahead and go to female and try to write and rise through the ranks, and that's like, exactly what happened. I, I, I hope somebody from the gay community got, hops on my live. And like I said, I ain't trying to be disrespectful, but I, I just need answers because it's like it just seems like anybody can label themselves as gay or transgender or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Like it's somebody can 
we could see, run into somebody today and they'd be like, I'm trans, and then do what he did. Like, th- what you said about the, the what we was talking about, about the mental, you know what I'm saying? We, we'll never get the answer to that. And honestly, I just feel like that's that's a a, a weak move to do what you did mm-hmm. to to win a medal, a meaningless medal at that. Right. I mean, but you know what I'm saying. But did y'all see the girl who um I forgot what university? And maybe this is why all of it blew up because she actually wrote a letter to the NCAA talking about how if it wasn't for that, she would have been in that race to place for a medal and all this and that. So. As a woman, and I'm not going to speak for women, you know, at this point, I feel like more women should speak out because this is not our fight. We're on the outside looking in in this particular situation, but we're speaking up as men with daughters. But I would love to hear a woman's perspective. And my wife just said something, and I'm not I'm going to read it. Go ahead. She's nuts. Cause you gonna get me back in Facebook, Jeff, for what she just said. <laughs> she said um, issues with the sit- with issues with this situation is in order to be fair to the trans community, they are being unfair to everyone else. What about all the women that worked hard for hard for years to be the best by to be a be- to be to be beat by man? Okay, she put best. Uh, equality is supposed to be in favor of everyone, not just the LGB, ABCDFG community. <laughs> Look, I ain't even gonna hit the <laughs> I, button that's what I said. because I, that, like it, it's a, it's a valid point though. Yeah, it's a valid point, and that's why I said it's like nowadays everybody tries to 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 dance on that politically correct scale, and that's the only explanation that I can think of as to why they even allowed it to happen. I'm glad you y'all chiming in on this. My my homie Don uh Goathead, my my homie Mike from high school. He said uh Jay ain't nobody paying attention to you talking about the the meaningless bubble championship. He said it's more demoralizing that they have more rights and laws than the black man. Exactly. And, exactly. And then uh Jay the L L B Y M C A community have more rights than anyone else, and that's that's the truth. It's the truth because, like, if we voice our, like, I'm not you know trying to disrespect or argue with nobody on it, but let's be real. They have more rights than anybody. Mm-hmm. Their opinions is more valuable than anybody else's. Yeah. If we say one thing about what they got going on. We're labeled as whatever phobic, right? Like I said, I I point out the, the perfect example. I've been with my woman for fifteen years. If we walk through the mall, cupping cupping each other's behinds and tongue kissing and all that, facts. We, we just being nasty. But two men or two women can do that. And if I say anything, I gotta be I gotta be homophobic. I'm a gay basher. I hate I, I hate people. But it's like no, I don't want you know. I have the respect for everybody else to do my business. We do our business in, in private. So why can't you, you know, why can't you keep it private? Right. But as soon as I say anything against that, then, you know, I got to be a label. No, why can't I just, you know, want to have some decency in public? It's, yeah. That's what it boils down to. And, but like I said, I feel like here of late, it's become a political thing. Now you have more politicians trying to 
I feel like win a vote. Mm-hmm. So if I can appease to this crowd, then I'm going to bring in more votes. I'm going to bring it like to me. And again, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to not go down that road, but it's like, think about it from this perspective. You and I both coach at Cochrane elementary school. Mm-hmm. It's co-ed. Mm-hmm. We had two young girls on the team this year with nine boys, 10 boys actually. So every day in practice when we're scrimmaging, it's like we didn't tell the boys go easy or do anything like that, but we also have to be mindful of Mm -hmm. their boys. So we can't let them rough up these girls out here because they're more physical. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like I get everybody wants to be included. And that's why going back to what y'all were saying, I feel like if they created a separate event, Exactly. Then not only will it appease everybody, but you also may open the door for more people to now feel comfortable mm-hmm. to, you know, now I feel welcome right. and I don't have to hide who I am or how I feel because now society recognizes this as an event. And this is specifically for people like me. Right. And it's like, I don't understand how that comes off as transphobic or just like, we're just trying to openly offer a solution that benefits everybody because if, if we all want inclusiveness and equality, mm-hmm. then is that not it? Right. That's, that's exactly it. That's, an, mm-hmm. that's the thing. It's like, you know, that's an easy fix. That's so easy. You know, trans, you know, and you, and, and the thing about it, if you, if you simply do that, whatever stage you in, if you just beginning or you went full post op, you're welcome. Exactly. You're welcome. And you know, Sponsorship, you know, you're gonna get sponsors, you're gonna get endorsements, you're gonna get everything you want because it, because it, because like you said, this is 2022. That's not going away. I'm with it, you know. If that's if that's how you want to live your life, live your life to your fullest. Because when you reach your when you reach your end, make sure you reach it on E. You know, don't you know? Don't I'm not, I'm not, I'm leaving with no gas in this tank. And so if that's how you want to live your life, that's fine. But you know, there's there's a lane for that. And so you know, it's, stay it's in like, your lane. He said Brian's about to. He said Brian. Gonna go to the WNBA so he could pass Kareem's. Well, see, man, we trying to have a Here serious conversation now. <laughs> Jay Jay Diller got to log off, man. He's on live, and see, we 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 trying to have a serious conversation, man, because it's important. Because at the end of the day, y'all are both football people. Yeah. And now, don't get me wrong. I don't want to mix up the school. Was it Missouri that had the female kicker? Yeah, they had the kicker. Vanderbilt. Yeah. It was Vanderbilt. Not Vanderbilt. Yeah. Vanderbilt. Yeah. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Okay. School, yeah. So it's like you know. Even with that, we were open arms to the idea. But then at the same time, when she got out there, you were hoping and praying that nobody came at her, you know, full contact, da-da-da. So it's like, if we recognize that and we know that, then how can this situation be any different? If that makes any bit of sense, it's like, Yes, she crossed that barrier and she was talented enough to where she can go out and kick for a men's college football team. Yeah. But even as a coach, you knew I can't put her out there to kick off. Yeah. And if I do, well, you she, better come straight on. But on. she actually did the kickoffs, though. That's, did yeah, she? Yeah. yeah, she, yeah. But she so, didn't, see, now y'all educate me. she didn't me. run all the way down. So, that's what I was getting ready to say. I was yeah, like, she I, she if kickoff. she kicks off, there's no way that you send yeah. her down there. Yeah, yeah, she kicked off. I think. I, I think she kicked the field goal too. I'm I not, ain't even gonna lie though, man. Like, 
shout out to to my my my, my people's worm and and uh, coach guy and uh, big ball. We coached the Jets. This is when I was coaching football, twenty twelve. We had a girl on there. I'll never forget this girl. Her name was Ariel. When I tell you, no lie, look like LT out there, Lawrence <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> Nobody could block her. I and and I and I said this, and I didn't even mean no harm, but I told her, I was like, man, you was meant to be a boy. The way she played football, like she was wasn't a scared real of nothing. Deal. I'm talking about out there hitting hard. Wasn't scared of the, the physicality of the sport. No, nothing, man. You know what I'm saying? Was right. out there playing peewee, what, 9, 9 to 8 to 10? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out there like Lawrence Taylor. And I honestly feel like without even labeling this child that you're referencing, it's like take take her out of the picture, but use the same scenario for a young girl that loves Sports, yeah. loves contact, loves all of that. But growing up, same as Serena Williams, mm-hmm. society viewed her as, oh, she's tomboyish or mannish and this and that. And she does decide, hey, I want to go through this process. Well, if you create this atmosphere where she can still go out and be a Lawrence Taylor, then everybody wins. Yeah. Versus a child who, once she starts becoming of age she can't get out there on the field right. mm-hmm. and do what she loves to do. Right. And that's where you start getting into that whole. Now people start suppressing how they really feel and how mm-hmm. they truly feel. So that's what I'm saying to myself. I'm like, if we're talking about this picture, perfect world where everybody feels comfortable in their skin, then you have to create a separate event. You have to. And that's the thing about it. It's like, it's really that it's like, why not? That that's my whole thing. And somebody, somebody, somebody needs to give me a reason why we can't do it. Because yeah. if if, we, if, you, if you have a reason why we can't, then I'm willing to listen. But until then, that should be the lane. You should, you need to have the men's. You need to have the women's. You need to have the transgender. You, you're starting to see it more and more often in, in a lot of sports. Because I didn't seen it in like I said, wrestling in high school. I seen it in track and field. And I, I I believe I think I seen it in an MMA fight. Yeah, I I think yeah somebody referenced that. Like I said, I've been like trying to look like now that is now that that's mainstream and it's yeah. out there. You know, I've seen uh, I'm in I'm in a bunch of sports groups, and so I've seen different groups. I can't remember which one I was in, but somebody did mention that there was an MMA person that was out there that they were trans transgender, and they have to know. And it's like you know that's cool. I have no problem with it, but you know it's just in this situation it's so blaring because you went from the middle of the pack to number one. And you right. know, and and, and the, the only advantage that we can see, okay, do you train? You trained the same. You ate the same. You went everything you did the same. The only the only thing that you done different is you went from being you went from being the men to now you're in the women, and so that's just not right. It's what not it's, it's what Jay had to say. I mean, you he still over here? He ain't being funny. I honestly think they are pushing that. He's still using the, that. The LGBTYMCA agenda to co- uh, control population. It it p- just pisses me off that grown ass men, excuse the language, are out there taking over women's sports and they're being praised for it, which is true. Every time I say something, someone tells me, "Educate yourself on the LGBTYMCA community." Mm, snap fingers. 
You're going to get my page back in jail, man. You're going to get his page put in jail, and you're going to get my podcast canceled. <laughs> they going to cancel us. Right. Um, but it's like, but at the end of the day, all jokes aside, and we all have said it several times during this recording, like, you have to be able to voice your opinion without feeling some form of, of backlash or some kind of consequence coming down to the point to where you – I mean, they losing your jobs and stuff right. nowadays just off of things that you say on your personal pages via social media and stuff like that. Because if somebody says, oh, I don't I don't like what he said. Now it's a bad representation of the company or this right, and that. Right. And it's like everybody wants to make sure they don't go down that road because this whole idea of cancel culture it's is ridiculous. Is spreading like like wildfire, man. And I, I feel like. That's a crutch. But here's the thing, you know, just speaking on that, it's like, okay, if you're being, if I'm, if, if I'm being blatant and just derogatory and nasty, that's different. I, me, just simply saying, I don't like this ideal. I gotta be, I gotta be transphobic. I'm not. Why can't, why can't I just? I'm, I'm not being nasty. I'm not. I haven't called a name. I'm not demeaning, demoralized. All I said is that's not for me. I don't like. I, I just, I don't like this situation. But you're trying to cancel me for I'm simply saying I don't like it. That's that's the whole problem I have with this whole thing. It's like I can't even say that anymore. So it's yeah. like you know that's you know. So what can I say? You know I can you know if, if I'm being mean, that's fine. You know you, you call you call me a name. You call me out my name. You demoralize. That's fine. Okay, cool. But for me to simply say, eh, why are you doing this? And no, yeah. Like I said it's, it's, too far. it's this whole social media thing is it's a gift and a curse. It really is, and uh, like with this situation, like I think a lot of people's not looking at it from a competitive standpoint. You know what I'm saying? Because nothing about this is fair mm-hmm. at all. Nah, not at all. Not at all. So, so here's here's one thing, and like I said, I, I actually did some research and was looking into it. And I don't know if the NCAA has changed any of the rules when it when it came to this, because I know in the situation with basketball. They have the rule in place stating that once you started taking testosterone treatments and things like that, you were no longer eligible to compete on the women's team. Mm -hmm. So in this case, because he was a guy transitioning into a girl, is that why he was, she, excuse me, why she was able to compete? Because if that's the case, then, where do you draw that line as well? Because that's still kind of discrimination. Testosterone meaning, you know what I'm saying? Like a male. You might as well say steroids. So that's what I'm saying. It's like. It's performing enhancing. Yeah, you it's might as well say. Enhancing. I mean, that's, yeah. it's, it, it, it enhances your performance. Yeah. So, you know, going from a male to a female, you start reducing testosterone levels. And I don't know if they introduce estrogen and all of that or whatnot. But if it's a a girl transitioning to a boy, they do the the opposite. You start mm-hmm. increasing testosterone, and that's when the NCAA is saying you're no longer eligible to participate right. in women's sports. So if you recognize the competitive advantage in that, then how do you not recognize the the competitive advantage in just physique alone? Right. I don't okay. care how mm-hmm. much estrogen and stuff you have, your body frame is still your body frame. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's, it's crazy. 
but going back to what you were saying earlier about the the wrestling situation, because you're talking about somebody that was undefeated, yeah, back to back state championships, mm-hmm. and it got to the point to where the parents of some of the other girls wouldn't allow their child to wrestle, right? But then it's like, okay, are you are you isolating? the girl that's transitioning or whatever is like, but at the same time, like you said, I'm here to protect my kid at, right. the, at, the, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, yeah, I'm, I'm protecting my child. I'm sorry. I, I will be that parent. I mean, I, I am too. Because, you know like, what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm doing, you know, I, I watched WWE, you know, since the 80s. You know, I, I perfect plex. I slapped a sharpshooter on you. Uh, <laughs> the figure four. I, I'm telling you, bro. You know what I'm saying? I Stone Cold Stunner, I'm doing all that. You know what I'm saying? Make me put one of them onesies on. Not be out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> at the end of the day, as a parent, like I'm, I'm not really, I'm not trying to be funny, but like at the end of the day, as a parent, I'm, I'm protecting my baby. Right. Because right. I look at that like you can have that label, but I'm still looking at this is a male wrestling against my daughter, mm-hmm. who is probably ten times stronger than my daughter. Yes. And as a parent, I can't stomach sitting on the bleachers and watch her get slammed and twisted all over the mat. Cause I would be that parent to be like, I'll go up to the, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Y'all allowing this. And I understand that y'all want to, you know, with the, with the whole, that community and all that, I get out of that. But where do we draw the line of what's, what's fair? Yep. Especially when my daughter's been training her whole life to get to that, that spot. Mm-hmm. And then y'all allow, you know what I'm saying? This, 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 you know, young lady, that's what they, they are. Um, you allow that person to come into this sport and take what, you know what I'm saying, my daughter worked hard for over all these years. Like, I, as a parent, I, it don't sit well it with doesn't. me at all. Because no. you wouldn't let, because in any, other, in any other field, you wouldn't allow it. Yeah. You wouldn't allow it in any other, in any other field. You wouldn't allow someone to come in with a clear, Advantage and dominate the whole field and sit back and be like, oh, it's fine. You know, I just lost, I just lost five million dollars because this dude came in and just swept the whole. No, no exactly. Not- yeah, but I, I've seen it, man. Like so many times, like the, that that wrestling with the wrestling one is the one that really got me. Yeah, not as much as the swimming, but the wrestling that, and in the in the track, it's like you could see that the the transitioning was taking place because when you look, you was like. That's a boy. Mm-hmm. But then when you start reading, it's like, okay, wait a minute. It's a girl transitioning into a boy. Yeah. But I guess because of the rules or whatever, she, and I, like I said, I, we've been talking about the, the technical terms or whatever, but it's like she was still allowed to compete against girls, mm-hmm. even though she was transforming, transitioning into a boy. Into a boy. Yeah. So even off of that, just, you know, we're talking about hormone therapies and things of that nature. Once you start in, in introducing more testosterone, you start becoming stronger. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. And that doesn't make any of us transphobic or anything of that nature. And that's where I feel like the conversation goes left once you start labeling people as that. Right. Because when are we ever going to have the honest conversation, a educational 
conversation when you're walking into it telling me telling me that because of my views I have a phobia. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, you're not even willing to listen to what I'm saying because comes, you don't prejudge me. When it comes to that community, there's no such thing as an opinion. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's just keep it G about that. And I ain't here to disrespect the community or nobody, but when it comes to that, opinions don't matter at all. It's you're going to live with this. Just Learn like- it and live with it and love it. And that's with the whole thing. What I, why I, we talked about this a lot of times. Like you can't force it, cause that's that's what's being done. In the world today, it's been forced. I don't have nothing against nobody who, who how they live their life. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to be. Have at it. Right. Who am I to judge? Right. I'm not here to judge nobody. That's God's job. Right. That's, that, that's my whole thing. It's like you know, well, you're just going to accept it and you're going to like it. No, I don't have to. Right. Yes, yeah, I, you're right. I do have to accept it because that's your life, and I do accept it. But I don't, just because I I accept it, don't mean I have to like it. And that's mm-hmm. the, and, and like you said, that's my biggest problem. Is like you must like it. No, why do I have to like it? Why you know? Because what you don't realize is now I have to go home and explain that situation to my kids. Right. And you know, and so now something that something that you know that you know if they want to have if they want to come to me to the conversation when they're older and more mature but now I'm sitting there you know I'm I'm forced because of what you just did to me I'm forced to have a conversation with a with a small child who's nowhere close to embracing that concept but because I have to accept it and like it now I'm now I'm forced to introduce my child to something and that's the, and that's what I don't like about the situation and you like, know what that that's a great point and I'm going to touch on it briefly that way we don't get sidetracked because that goes into a whole different mm-hmm. conversation because here of late, I've been having to gradually have that conversation, especially with Peyton, because I don't know if you all have noticed, but more and more with Marvel and things of that nature, mm-hmm. they're yeah. starting to yeah. introduce mm-hmm. that concept. And when we went to go see Eternals, I don't know if y'all have seen that. Yet. I haven't seen it. Yet. I ain't seen it. Yet. I heard it so, cold though. So one of the superheroes is gay. Right. And we're sitting in the movie theater and, you know, quite naturally they share a, a intimate moment, kiss and hug and all of that. And Peyton turns around and looks at me like, okay, what is that? What's going on? <laughs> and then I'm like, that's a road that I don't even want to go down for a seven year old. But I've also seen people online, social media is like, Oh, TV shouldn't raise your kids. If, if you did your job as a parent, you would be comfortable explaining to them this. And it's like, it ain't about being comfortable and explaining it to them. I don't even talk to them about heterosexual activity. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that ain't the point for them to see it and not have a reaction to it. It's like, I don't want to introduce them to the idea of kissing, sex, or any of that. Right. That's that's the thing. It's like 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 that's the thing. I don't have a problem with it. Be it man and man, woman woman. It's like I don't. I mean, that's like me sitting in the middle of the living room in the middle of dinner. Just no. That there, there's a time and a place for everything, and in the middle of public, it's not the place. Right. And that's and that's the whole thing, and that, that doesn't make me anything. That makes me a good parent trying to protect my children. To when they're like I said, when they want to have the conversation, 
we're going to have it. But I don't want it to be, like you said, you're in the middle of a movie, watching a movie, and now on the way home, you now you have to have a conversation because of what he just saw. And he, so he's trying to process it. So he's trying to help him out with the deck. I don't want to, I don't want to go see a movie. I want to see two superheroes fight and make it thrown through a wall. Mm-hmm. And I have to have this whole different conversation because like you said, back to what I said, you're forcing me. You, you have to accept it and like it. No, right. And yep. not only that, and after this, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up or whatever else y'all want to talk about because not, I'm not, you know, even making it in terms of just my son. We're in the car. What's the what's the little Drake joint? Uh, girls like girls. Girls love girls or whatever. They, uh, I'm lesbian too. Or uh, whatever yeah. it is. Uh, he said. Uh, I know he said something about being lesbian, and he said me too. And I even said that shit to my wife. Excuse my language. So I was like, I need, I need an explanation for that. I'm 39, and, and I get what he's saying, but I don't get what he's saying. You saying. She's lesbian. She like girls. You saying you lesbian too, and you like the girls because she like the girls. I get that part. But coming off hearing that, you listening to the music bopping, and then he say what he say, and you like, wait, hold on. What, what did you just say? <laughs> so look, you as a a grown man, now imagine a seven-year-old and a nine-year-old girl. We had to have that conversation, and to the to the point to where when it come on, I turn the radio off. Yeah, I just turn it off. But it's like, still, these are ideas and and visions that I'm not ready to introduce to a child. Mm-hmm. But because of society trying to push this agenda or this norm, it's like you're trying to incorporate it into everything that we do in life, and that's what I'm saying. It's like. Where do you draw that line between making sure everybody feels included and welcome and forcing an an, an idea on people? Right. So it's it's a it's an interesting conversation. That's why I said I didn't want to I didn't want to open Pandora's box because we'll be here all day. And then when people listen to this, I don't want anybody to feel offended or get angry. If anything, reach out. Mm-hmm. And we'll have this conversation, and I w- I would love to hear it from from different people's perspective, mm-hmm. and go from there. Because, like I said in the beginning, like this is this should be educational. I just hope that anybody to see my live, uh, you know, if you post this on uh, was it SoundCloud, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, Spotify yeah. Apple, Google Podcasts. Yeah, I just hope people, you know, that if they do. They they see him alive now, but uh, people that see it and hear it don't bash us and judge us, right? You know what I'm saying, and try to say y'all need to educate yourself on the community. You know, it ain't even you know what I'm saying. If it's something that y'all would like to share, to educate me on something that I might not know, feel free, right? You know, I, I you know I, I'm not going, you know what I'm saying, you say something to me, I'm not going to snap on you. You know, if, it, if it's something that, you know, educational-wise, feel free to to, to, to to speak whatever you need to speak. Right. And then, like I said, real quick, and then, and then we done. Because I feel like this is important as well, because this is kind of what prompted the whole conversation. It's like once you start calling people transphobic or this and that, 
and there were certain, you know, posts going around, people posting memes and little clips and videos, and it's met with, you're wrong for that, or you're this, you're that, and I'm like, but we'll make fun of everybody else. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll post memes and roast everybody else, but if you do that, then all of a sudden you're in the wrong. But I'm like, I thought we were all fighting for equality or everybody to feel welcome. So it's like, where is that thin line? Mm-hmm. That's that's the question I'm going to leave with. Yeah. Where is that thin line? Great conversation, man. Great conversation. I definitely appreciate both of y'all for pulling up. Um, I feel like this conversation is going to open back up. It is. Honestly. And to be honest, you know what I'm saying, if you do fire the mic back up and somebody do reach out that's a part of the community, please let me, uh, give me a call. I'm I don't gonna, even got to be on the podcast. I just, you I know. Just wanna, I just want to listen. I want to learn. Because yeah. like you said, if, if, if you really want me to learn, then be willing to sit down and have a conversation. Don't just throw it out. Don't throw a blanket statement out. Well, you got to educate yourself. Okay, how? Well, go read about it. Read what books, you know, what podcasts can I see? When what shows do I need to be watching? What books, you know, what you know, what channels do I need to, to to truly sit down and educate myself so we can have a positive conversation because name calling and finger pointing is gonna do nothing but divide. I'm trying to unite everybody. I yep. want everybody, like I said, right. I want everybody to get to the when, when you get to that gate, whatever gate you go to, make sure you get to that gate on E. Because exactly. I ain't against no nobody, you know what I'm saying, how they live their life. You know, saying any race, no nothing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, live your life how you want to live it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what my, my boy Razor Ramon said, uh, rest in peace to him, Razor Ramon, WWE style. He said, uh, nobody's perfect. Said the last perfect person that walked this earth got hung on the cross. Mm-hmm. Got nailed to the cross. There you go. There you go. We'll we'll drop the mic right there then. Appreciate y'all. Ass toasted, no competition. I'm Nisha Coastal. I feel so high.